0: "'The winds shift,' Judas said, as his son tossed another split log on the pile. The burning embers shifted under the weight, and sparks flared up into the air, briefly illuminating the darkened room. Jonah looked at his father's brilliant blue eyes as they followed the green leaves fluttering from the tops of the trees. Judas wore his denim high on his hips, and the leather vest conformed to his chest as if the gods sewed it with golden thread.' The older man almost doubled the size of his son, raw muscle rippling through arms as thick as heavy tree branches. Age had gifted Judas rather than weakening him, and the toil of five decades could only be seen in the color of his hair and in his eyes, and only then if you were foolish enough to stare into them for too long. "'And the trees are beginning to turn,' replied the younger man. "'In smaller clans, Jonah, son of Judas, would likely be the leader already,' his father retired. But Judas was as stubborn as he was tall. Death would be the only thing to part the man with his reign. Judas nodded and smiled, placing a gnarled, calloused hand on his son's shoulder. "'I don't know how many more times I can make the walk, son. It gets harder every year, and it always seems that we lose more people than the year before.' Jonah turned his head sideways and chuckled, attempting to dispel his father's concerns, as if time was not creeping up on him silently like a hungry wolf. He looked at the man's silver hair and his taut arm muscles. Judas could still put in a day's labor alongside the young men, and he would be chief for a long time. But Jonas wondered if his father had the will to continue leading the village. He suspected that stubbornness was stronger than will in his father's case, but it was unusual and unexpected to hear Judas speak in such a way. He would never have admitted any form of weakness in front of other clan members, except maybe Nera or Logan, who were older still. You're the leader of our clan, father. Until your time comes and we place you on the pyre and send you to Dustfall, you will make the walk, and you will bring us home, as you have done my whole life and, as I expect, you will still do from any turns of the sun. That is what I thought when I was your age, Judas said. When a man is responsible for a young family, he believes he will always be around to provide for them. I know I did. The older man chuckled deep and low. That's right, said Jonah. You did, and you still are. There was silence for a moment, while Judas seemed to ponder his son's words, and then, as though reaching no real conclusion he shrugged. "'Stack the logs and keep them beneath the eave.' He pointed up at the edge of the roof as if to clarify where he wanted the firewood to be stored. "'We'll leave before it gets too cold, but there will be frigid nights before we depart.' Jonah swung the axe, sweat rolling down his face and into his gruff stubble. He pushed a hand over a cleanly shaven head where he could mark the retreat of his hairline in the reflection of the pond. "'I will lead the walk someday.' he thought. "'I've stacked wood before,' Jonah said, raising his eyebrows, defiant. "'I know you have,' said Judas, glaring at the younger man in mock anger that quickly turned into a wide grin. "'Insolent child?' Jonah winked at his father as the late summer breeze dried the perspiration on his face. He could feel the wind shift, too. The animals would begin their southerly migration, and the clan would follow, as they had for generations.' "'Where is Kiana? Where is that beautiful granddaughter of mine?' "'Hunting,' Jonah said, as the ax head split another log. "'The buck have rubbed the summer fuzz from their antlers. "'We would all benefit from a meal of venison to prepare us for the journey. "'Ah, yes, the meat will fuel us on the walk. Maybe even store. We have spare salt.' Jonah was silent for a long while, long enough for Judas to notice and he only spoke as his father looked up from the fire, frowning. "'Father,' Jonah said, another swing of the axe, crushing a dried log. "'I always wondered.' Jonah paused again, unsure if he should ask or not. Judas looked at his son and paused at such a formal expression. "'When did it begin? We come back round to this again? I wonder when you will let this go. You have heard it enough, surely.' All of the stories around the campfire for all of those years. "'Yes, I listened,' Jonah interrupted. "'The event. The destruction and decimation of civilization. Yes, I've heard all the stories told to the children under the evening stars. "'That is not what I mean. It's just... "'Careful what you question,' Judas warned, his voice low. "'The traditions of our fathers speak to us through the years. "'We make the walk and we return.' That is how we survive. It is how it has always been, at least for as long as the clans have walked the land. It is what is and has to be. I understand the seasonal patterns, and I know what happens when winter moves into the valley, Jonah said. No, I don't think you do. You've not been there when the cold comes. And I don't mean the winter breeze that warns us, I mean the biting freeze that stills the entire forest. It can freeze a man's blood in his veins. "'Cripple him so numb he cannot even sense his limbs, let alone feel them. "'You forget that I have survived such, even if it was not in this forest.' "'Judas hunched over, put his hands on his knees, "'and leaned in closer to his son, as he pitched his voice lower. "'Whether or not our fathers call for the walk, we shall walk. "'It is impossible to live here and see the green shoots in the spring. "'Have you?' "'No, but others have, son.' We found them twisted and frozen like a deer carcass trapped in the ice of the creek. Legs sheared off as though they snapped like a twig, not cut off. No. To deny the walk is to turn your back on your responsibility. The elders of this clan know it. I know it. I will lead us. And someday you shall as well. And someday Gideon will, too, if the gods allow.